Last week on Knights of the Rolled Table, Coach and Salias arrive in Emberbrook and meet up with Sarsa Demisalt and Sherrick Dark Harbor at the Wayfinder's Tavern. A festival for the fallen hero Massimo is underway, inviting a visit from the Crystal Council and the Queen herself. But just as the festivities begin, a dark armored figure crashes the party. So you hear this dark voice continue from where I left off. They sent their heroes to take care of the threats when it's convenient for them. But when the heroes get too powerful, the council worries that they will be replaced by these heroes. They sent Massimo out on an adventure that there was no way he could survive. But you see, I did. I am Massimo. What? It's me. It's Massimo. Hey, Massimo. Hey, Massimo. Do you need work? Not now, coach. From behind the buildings of where you guys see from the rooftops, uh, you see this figure floating up. Oh, oh dang. Wow. And he is a, what looks like kind of a knight uh, adorned in dark gray black armor glowing oh in the seams um, are this is this purple glowing energy and there is a large uh, cleaver kind of sword and the helm is uh, very thick and these little purple glowing eyes are through uh, the middle part and of the of where the eyes are and how, how big is this thing uh, it's about Goliath size okay that's what I was going for so. yeah Oh, Jer, now that's a fight. They thought I was getting too powerful, so the king had the council sent me to a fight. I didn't have a chance of winning. And there's a couple of screams. Ah! I fell to my death, but something brought me back. A powerful force. Now I am here for vengeance. I will not rest until the Crystal Council and the Queen are brought to justice. If anyone stands in our way, they will be dealt with. The Goliath have a saying. The soldier of vengeance is known as Colsatori. It's named Colsatori? That's my, that's my new name. You may call me that. So not Massimo anymore? Colsatori. How far away is, is your this first, guy? Is, is that one Strikes word? Strikes fear. Cole first name and Satori. I feel like if you have to explain it, it's not really that effective now, is it? Would you like a drink? Get we them! Got drink. And ah. you just hear this, get them, I need everyone to roll initiative! That's <laughs> 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 really... Oh, Coach man. is looking around for some kind of so rock So he's flying in the air, by the way. How, about how far away is he? Uh, he's above one of the rooftops. Um, he, I'd say he's... A, around 60 feet from you guys. He's cool. on the opposite mm. end of the square. Just to lay this out, uh, we're in the town square. There's a couple of key figures that are on the platform. Uh, Cobbles immediately gets in front of Queen Mora. Um, the human wizard woman, uh, who was introduced to you as Kishara, kind of takes a stance and you see her hand starts to glow. Nuzir Ram, the drow sorcerer. Now you've kind of 
assumed he's a sorcerer, uh, starts kind of uh, clenching his fists and looking up at all of the twig blights that are around. The uh, human mayor is kind of trying to grab the nearest person, trying to pull them up. Uh, you guys are all on the roof of Wayfinder's Tavern, your tavern. You're about 20 feet away from the nearest uh, twig blights. Um, you are up on this thing, and you have a floating Goliath in a suit of armor that's floating above you um, on the opposite side. He's about 60 feet from you. And first up is Sarsa. Okay, so you said we're about 20 feet away. Like, does that include going downstairs? Could I jump without hurting myself? 20 feet away from just like within visible distance. If you went downstairs, you would be going back towards uh, the stairs, going down. It would take a turn to get down. If you jumped, okay. you would get there. If I, okay, I'm going to jump, try and jump down from the roof. All right. Um, and rush as close as I can to as many blights as possible. Okay. Give me a uh, acrobatics check. Acrobatics. It's a 15. Okay, so you leap down and do a little bit of a tumble roll and manage to get back up. Uh, you might have, uh, you know, sprained an ankle a little bit, but you kind of fight through it because you are ready to get going. You've had a couple drinks in you, so oh, yeah. you don't really She's notice. She's kind of got like a drunk All right, so you get to a couple of twig blights that have grabbed some uh, townsfolk. What mm -hmm. would you like to do? So she's going to get as close to all of them as she possibly can and uh, kind of cackle maniacally and be like, all right, you beasties, let's do this. And then she's going to cast uh, Spirit Guardians. Oh, okay. And what do so they look like? They're going to be, it's going to be like a swarm of like flying, glowing white uh, stingrays that are kind of like <laughs> swimming through the air around <laughs> okay. her. All right. Uh, it's a 15 foot and it's only people that like she can decide not to. So anybody that's like an innocent civilian is yeah. not going to be affected by these. Okay. They're going to have to make a deck save. All right. That is a 16. Okay. Dang it. So they save, but that means that they're taking half of the damage. Okay. So the damage is 3d8, so that's 21, so they're going to take 10 damage. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, that's going to be it. Okay. Next up, you see from the side of the platform, this dwarf monk that you saw a little bit earlier, uh, shaved head, uh, kind of in loose robes. You see him kind of look up and he looks up at Cole Satori and he points at him and he uh, moves his hands back in this kind of radial fashion and his hands start to glow kind of this white, hot, uh, bright light. And he shoots out his fist and from his fist, a beam of radiant energy shoots out towards Cole Satori. I'm sorry, was that Nazir? That was not Nuzir. This was a, uh, a dwarf monk. Oh, he did yeah. not get his name. The guy who said, who they implied was one of the party. I think. Got it. Got mm -hmm. it. Yes, uh, so we... it was implied that he might have been um, friends to Massimo, and he yells out, "It's not you, Massimo!" <laughs> and shoots out this white beam of radiant light, and it bounces off Oink. of Cole Satori's uh, armor. Pew. That's his turn. There's a lot of emotion in, in his uh, delivery, so may, you think that they might know each other, or at least he knew Massimo. Jarek, you're up. I will. I'm going to Eldritch Blast, 120-foot range, so I've got two blasts at fifth level, and okay. I'll target two twig things, twig blights, twig blights? Sure. that 
uh, if there's two within range that are holding kids, okay, I'll blast two you different see, ones. You see two kids that are being held by the foot. <laughs> Convenient. Mm. So did we figure out be... Eldritch Blast yet, or yes. are we still working <laughs> on it? Definitely got Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I've got one's a seventeen and one's a thirteen. Okay, uh, this is Zach. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah, not me. It's all good. Um, <laughs> both hit. All right. So first one does ten damage. Okay. Jeez. Second one does seven wow. damage. Nice. All right. Nice. Uh, two of the twig blights get blasted back and the kids that are being held by their uh, ankles and wrists are just kind of shooken a little bit but um, these twigs just go flying in the air like somebody took a, a, a like a you know, blow gun. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and all these twigs just go. You leaf blower, though. A leaf blower, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. A leaf blower, and there's these sticks just went flying everywhere, and there's dust and debris, and they start running away. Um, so, yeah, you hit both of them. So and then I don't have nearly the confidence in my, like, dexterity that Sarsa does, but if there's anything I kind of, like, grab onto to, like, there's climb down. Oh, yeah. There's a rope, there's a rope that Coach has. Yeah, I'll grab onto Coach's. Rope and uh, all right, make an athletic check. It's a 14. All right, you make it down with just um, a little bit of rope burn on your hands. And if there's any movement left, I'll just charge towards the nearest. Twig all right, sounds good. Uh, Kishara Fenro, who the human wizard that's on the platform, you see her kind of pushing back with an arcane energy, and a couple of the twig blights are kind of like ah, and kind of vibrating, and and um, I'm not quite sure what's going on, but they're they're sort of like held in place, not able to move. There are some other blights uh, that come forward. These are a little bit sharper, and you can see little thorns and sharper twigs sticking out, and they fling their arms and fling a volley of thorns and needles at a couple of the townsfolk, and they are going to take down a couple of them, oh. uh, at least to the point where they are you know, hit pretty hard and they hit the ground. You don't know if they're dead or not, but they are hurt pretty bad because you hear this, ah, uh, you know, so there's a couple of projectile-inducing blights. The sorcerer, Nuzir, the drow, he is going to also do a thunder wave. And you see this wave of energy hit back, and there's a couple of blights, uh, let's see... Uh, four of them are just blasted back into smithereens. All right. And then it's Cole Satori uh, is up. Uh, he is going to look back at the tree line and he is going to ignite his sword in this purple flame. Is anybody still on the roof? Yeah, I am. I okay. Am. I need you two to make perception checks. Mm. Two. Six. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Coming. Everything's fine. Together, uh, it's twenty-six. Eight. Um, you know this. Uh, so you, you see him do this, and then you don't see it, but you hear kind of what seems like a lot of sounds getting louder. And it's louder. bad. That's all. That's all. That's all oh. you get with a two and a six. That's, that's a bad. All right, thing. coach, you're up. Hey, Salias, make yeah. a path over there. Fireball. I don't Here have, I go. I don't have fireball. <laughs> he's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna jump. To, he doesn't know. <laughs> he's, 
he just saw what Sindel could do, and he assumes you can do all the same things. <laughs> so, he's, he's jumping down the rope. You idiot. Like, Fireball, go. Okay. Woo. He's going to jump down, and he's going to pull out his uh, his magical warhammer. Okay. And he's going to move as far as he can inward, uh, and then he's going to cast, uh, out of the warhammer, Thunderclap. Oh, nice. Um, the first time I've gotten a chance to use it. Yeah. It's a DC 17. Okay. Uh, apparently. Are you aiming at twig blights? Uh, I'm just, I'm aiming at the group and whatever group is in front, in, directly in front of me. Okay. Yeah. There's, I'll say if you make your way down, there's still a couple of twig blights, like four of them that are not the ones that Sarsa obliterated, but there's still a couple and there's a couple of, um, townsfolk that they're holding as well. They're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm basically, I'm trying to break a path into where the, the central courtyard, where, where, wherever the gotcha. queen is. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I've seen this before. I'm so sick of people getting kidnapped. <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, so he's so he's running down. He's going to uh, cast it. So they're going to make a uh, constitution saving throw. Uh, 12. 12? Nope. Not good enough. Nope. 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 So they're all going to take... Oh, dear. 2d6. That's, not, that's a cantrip. Okay. Uh, eight damage, though. They all take eight damage. With that, a couple of the twig blights go down. Uh, they crumple down to the ground. Uh, a couple of them, you know, are blasted back. A few townsfolk are blasted on their backs as well, but they kind of scramble and, and get up. Some of them are grabbed again by other twig blights. Some of them manage to get away into the alleys. So you definitely um, carved about uh, 15 feet of of clear space in front, and there's other blights that are coming in. Yeah, so I dealt damage. So so I'll, I'll go ahead and use my bonus action to raid. Nice. Cobbles from the platform jumps up, Cobbles. takes oh, his warhammer, swings it around oh, his head, oh, and in midair, kind of like a Hulk smash, slams it down on the ground uh, with great gusto, and he smashes down uh, three twig blades just don't know what, what hit him, literally, <laughs> and just boom. And yeah, he definitely like smashes them apart. He looks up at Celeus, Sarsa, and Jarek, and he says, Get her to the ship! Get her to the ship! I'll hold them off! Celeus is up. Right. Uh, Celeus is. Celeus, fireball! I don't have fireball! Celeus <laughs> is. Um, can, can I. Can he tell uh, which of the vine blights seem to be holding the most people, or does it sort of just look like a big mishmash of vines? It's a pretty big mishmash. Uh, there, there's a, a couple of vine blights have created difficult terrain, uh, which none of you have gotten to yet. Um, there's only um, there's only ten of them, and there's there's a good like you know. Like sixty like yeah. twig blights. Um, so, so, but there's Celeus, a couple of them that. Are... Celeus wants to help the townsfolk get away, and I yeah. figure the vine people are vine vine blights are hiding, holding them. So he'll target one of them, okay. whichever one makes the most yep. sense. Uh, he'll do a fire bolt because I don't have fireball uh, <laughs> at them. So <laughs> that. So Celeus shoots out this smaller than a fireball looking thing, uh, <laughs> and probably misses because I, I rolled a, I rolled a three plus seven is ten. Uh, yeah, that so it actually goes wide and hits one of the neighboring establishing shops that Oops. that fixes shoes. Hope and then you hear this voice go, "Hey, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> and then as a I guess reaction, that's my shop. Jabin, get inside, protect yourself. Uh, of course, and he Jabin runs inside. <laughs> And he said, don't do anything stupid. And, and he runs inside and kind of ducks down. What the crap was that? I missed. 
It's far away. At I that need my moment, from the south sky, uh, Sarsa, you look up having a great perception, and you I mean. see what kind of looks like a bunch of little hot dogs. Like they look like oh no, they look like little things, and uh, like oh, what, no. what are all these little hot dogs? And like like hot dogs like without buns or yeah, like without just buns, like just sausages. like little wieners. You know, they're they're oh. flying. <laughs> I've had this dream. Oh. <laughs> I and, that out. and you notice a little clear, and you're like, wait a minute, is this? Are these more snake doodles? Like, are these more of those? Sna- and you notice, oh no, they're not. They're not snakes that are dogs. They're just snakes that fly. Flying snakes. And there is about a hundred of them. Oh my god! Yeah, it's 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 darkening the sky, and they are <laughs> flying down, and they are starting to wrap around necks. They're starting to uh, bite and attack the- people. <laughs> And they are all, yep, they are definitely going to make some attacks. Are any of them coming within 15 feet of me? <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple of them Because if are. they are, the moment they enter that space, my stingrays is going to... Yep, a couple of them are, so uh, so you get an opportunity attack? Well, no, they have to make a wisdom save. Oh, okay. Well, they're snakes, so uh, all right. Uh, oh, they rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh, no. These snakes are like brainiacs, yo. Okay. I am very aware. Well, but they presence. all take five damage. Okay, so. all right. That's good. They still take half. Still. All right, a couple of them hit. The, you see snakes hit stingrays, and there is a clash of of uh, ethereal nature, flying snakes and uh, Why spiritual have to be snakes? stingrays. Yeah, <laughs> and a couple of them just kind of uh, uh, fizzle into nothingness. Um, a couple of the stingrays kind of fizzle, so they're all going at it. Oh, definitely in you your area. You know what's great about the open ocean? There's no bloody snakes. Um, all right, see, see snakes. Couple of the twig blights. Oh, That's actually, the twig blights turn. Um, a few of them tighten grip, grasps. A few of them are starting to crawl on the platform in the middle. And uh, confirming the sound that you heard a little bit earlier, uh, you hear a lot of these twig cracking sounds coming in from the outskirts of town. Oh, and you can see now what looks like right out of a zombie movie of just all these uh, shambling herd of. Twig blade after twig blade coming in uh, into the streets, and they are coming straight for town square. It's like oh, Katamari, geez. just <laughs> and they're coming straight for you guys. They're still about sixty feet out from uh, the entrance to the tavern, but you guys are all kind of like in front of that. The cult guys who opened up the bags are going to try to kill some people. Jeez. That's kind of oh, what no. they do. Well, this is a day. Boy, what a day! You like just got One. into town. So tired. I'm walking for 30 days. Yeah. You probably dragged Salias like extra. Wow. You haven't even had a bath yet. Jeez. Okay. We can out, tell. Of, out of eight, one of them hit. Jeez. <laughs> this is what hired help is like. Did, did you use my dice for that? That's nope. A- <laughs> nope. I didn't. Um, so he stabs Evett Rosales, the mayor, and oh, no. she uh, goes down oh, on a no, knee. Somebody save her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, don't hurt the statue as an investment. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alicia's got a priority strike. All right. And and just then, behind, because she goes down, a vine blight wraps around her neck. She clenches at it, and, and it tightens a little bit, and you can see her hand goes limp, ah. and she falls down. Uh, oh. Top of the round, Sarsa, you are Yeesh. up. We're doing a bang You have job an, here, an, an encroaching wave of twig blades coming into the town square uh, within 
the next minute, they will all be there. Sarsa looks at Cobbles, who has just yelled to save the princess, and she kind of gives like a really resigned like sigh, like, oh, can't believe I'm having to do this again. And uh, so she'll rush as far as she can towards the stage. And again, any uh, any of those fine blights or hired help assassins that are within 15 feet of her as she does that, take a smack <laughs> from a stingray to the face okay. um, if you want to do that. Yeah, and then, a couple of the snakes uh, will, will um, kind of fizzle and a couple of the vine blights, you know, start swiping. And because you have these stingrays around you, every time they swipe and they get within a stingray, it actually like fizzes out their arm and <laughs> like, kind of like they're going through an acid field or something. Pretty like effective little, yeah. little spirit yeah. guardians. Um, nice. And then uh, so you're making your way towards towards queen the princess. Queen or Mora. sorry, queen. Sorry, I forgot about the promotion. She is a queen. <laughs> She's a queen. And uh, is there are there any of those like hired help guys like near her or what would be? Was there anybody like that's like in between me and her like that? Like would the to... queen's guard or the cult guys? Bad guys. Cult yeah, guys. the cult guys are around the stage. They're they're trying to climb up to stab. Okay. Stab I'm assuming stab. though there would be one I would approach to like get to her. Yes. Like between me and her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go to that guy and I'm going to uh, take my little mace okay. and try and smack him and inflict wounds on him. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be... Inflict wounds is mean. Oof. That's going to be... Ooh, a 19 plus four. So it's going to be a 23 to oh, hit. that definitely hits. Uh, and she's doing that as a second level. Sorry, I didn't say that. I'm a jerk. That's fine. Um... So that's gonna now be that it hits its fourth level. <laughs> so it's going to be a uh, 4d10. Uh, inflict wounds is mean. Inflict wounds is like, I mean, that's like clerics. It's a heavy hitter. You know. uh, oh, but <laughs> it does 15 damage with okay. 4d10. Well, um, so there are two of them within your range that are in front of the stage, you swing the mace with a pretty wide berth and you knock the heads kind of to the side. You hear a little, you know, which is not a twig. It's a neck bone. And uh, two of them go down Oh, nice! with that hit. All right, your majesty. It looks like we're going to be heading to me ship. And Cobbles turns around and he says, you have to keep her safe. I'll hold them off. How did Sarsa get ahead of me? All right. She's fat. pretty nimble. The, um, the <laughs> dwarf monk uh, kind of is making oh, his way. Monkey. So you just see him leap off of the stage. He kind of does a couple of parkour kicks uh, parkour. against the <laughs> twig blights, kind of kicks one to the side and leaps up on a, a building on a terrace, Climbs up the window and does another leap, and so he's up on a rooftop. That's his turn, is just taking that extra motion to try to get closer to Cole Satori. Jarek, you're up. Is Colesimo Massimo his, his attention on the queen? Uh, right now he's kind of surveying everything. He's make sure, making sure his troops, he's kind of looking at all these forces and sort of calling in. Uh, what looks like he's sort of uh, motioning in the twig blights uh, into the square. He He's not directly looking at the queen, from what you can tell. So, but he also sees this uh, dwarf that's heading towards him, too. He's kind of looking down. So, oh, Jarek will run towards the queen and see who he runs into on okay. the way. Um, you're, you'll run into a couple of uh, needle blights and um, one one or two of the cultists. 
Can I run past them or? Uh, the, the needle blights will have a attack of opportunity against you. All right. Uh, I will take it. Okay. That is a 17 to hit. Shield. Okay. Like darts in a obstacle course. Just hit your shield. So can I get to her? You can get to the stage where the where the queen is and the other royal party. Am I in touching distance of her or like what's what's around me at that point? So if you want, you can climb up on the stage. You still have a little bit of movement. Cobbles is also kind of right there, kind of back to her. He's kind of human shielding her as well. And Kishara and Nuzir are also doing the same thing. They're kind of blocking her. And you hear more and she's like, I can protect myself. Get away. I can I can fight. I say, that's what I'm counting on. And I put my hand on her shoulder and I cast Shield of Faith to boost her AC by two. Okay. And then I announce to everybody attacking, she's right here. Come and get her. <laughs> I'm going to run with her towards the docks and hope to draw all the forces with us. All right. Behind us. Okay. All right, so plus two to AC, to Queen Mora. Uh, Kishara. She might need it. Kishara, uh, the <laughs> wizard, it's her, uh, she's up, and she kind of looks at you kind of quizzically like, what did you just do? And she's protect like, her. All right, um, and she says, we'll meet you on the ship. And she kind of motions to Nazir, and Nazir kind of rolls his eyes a little bit, and he kind of does this motion in a triangle shape, and all of a sudden you see a portal appear um, uh, above him, and it goes down and lowers down uh, over Nazir and Kishara, and it's like a a dimension door, essentially. So uh, he is able to teleport both of them um, away somewhere. Bam! Oh, well, that's nice for them. <laughs> Convenient. Thanks for the help, guys. I mean, Dimit, my ship, right? That's the only ship like we're talking about I feel like probably mean the flying ship, the magic flying ship that they came on. That might be more maneuverable. Not that I'm insulting the cruddy squirrel. Cole Satori uh, is floating uh, above, and he floats down a little bit closer to the dwarf monk that's leaping towards him. And he says, Ah, Callum. It's been a while since we've seen each other, but I have become more powerful. Callum says, I don't believe you're possible. It's possible for you to be like this. If it was really you, Massimo, you wouldn't do this. And Cole Satori just kind (laughs) of... You're right. I wouldn't do this if I were Massimo. And he takes his sword and kind of swings uh, in front of the dwarf. There can be only one. And the dwarf is not able to avoid that, and he oh, takes this no. kind of big cut, and almost in slow motion you see the dwarf kind of fall, like, ah, uh, he falls back, and falls all the way down and hits the ground. Oof. Coach, you're up. Uh, coach, 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 coach. Uh, coach is going to keep pressing forward, um, kind of pushing through the twig blights uh, as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to do another thunderclap. Okay, and you're raging, right? And I'm raging. Okay. Better believe it. DC 17, constitution saving throw from 
all these twig blights okay. around me or cultists okay. or whoever they yeah. are. We'll say some twig blights and cultists are around you. I'm moving 35 feet forward. Oh, that is a two um, plus nothing. So um, that's, yeah, so you definitely, they fail. Woo! Six damage to them. And I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to ram into one of them with my armor. So 19 to hit. Yeah, definitely hits. Um, and they're going to take a d4. Of damage, seven damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more damage with my armor. All right. Whatever poor soul I ran into. You take out about five more twig blades, just ramming through, just <laughs> and knock through. And you're heading also towards the docks as well. Yes. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to. I was trying to head to the, the queen, but the, the queen. Okay. So yeah. Jarek has grabbed Mora. Sarsa is also right there. You're right behind him, and Slice. I'm up on the roof still. You're up on the roof. <laughs> Still okay. I've only had one turn to be so, okay. All right, I'm right. confident that now. So right. they're they're still in the center. They're not. They haven't passed the inn with uh, with the queen yet. No. The, so the and the by they I mean these guys. Tavern is more east, and the docks are west. So, okay. So they are uh, like past you. They're not going to pass you. Okay. You they're know. not coming back my way. Okay. No. Gotcha. I see. I see. So it's Cobble's now. turn. Cobble's is going to knock out a couple, or he's going to attempt to knock out a couple more, and he, again, kind of turns to Jarek and Sarsa and says, just get her get her as far as you can. I, I, will, I will hold them off. And he tries to attack uh, some of the cultists. Takes out two of the cultists. Bam, bam. Smash, smash. Uh, Silius, now it's your turn. All right. Uh, first thing Silius will do is he will climb down the rope. Okay. <laughs> Very gingerly. Yeah. Don't worry about Silius. I've seen a I've seen a nine year old cast fireball. I'm sure, he's gonna make his way right through. <laughs> and then, um, so uh, I would like to find a line of burnable creatures that uh, with a five foot width of, yep, of I know creatures yep. without hitting any civilians. Okay, how long is this? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay. <laughs> well, you see. Within, you know, there's a lot of chaos going on. I was up on the roof uh, Roll a perception check. <laughs> sure. For the success rate of what you see in the chaos. That would be a 14. Okay. So you have a pretty good sense of uh, there are a lot of twig blights in a row, you know, about 30 feet away. You know, you can't really tell if there's uh, innocent bystanders, but you're going to take that chance. Well, here's hoping. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, I will cast... Agonaz, ag, ag, how did we? How did we decide we were going to pronounce this word? We want to. Agonazers. Agonazers Scorcher. He's going to cast one of those. Okay. Every creature in that line. So it's thirty yep. feet long, five roll, feet wide. I'm going to roll for all of them. So they rolled a three plus one is four. So they all yeah, fail. Thanks. All right. Give me some damage. Three d eight. Here we go. Do it. Fourteen damage to okay. all of them. Okay. To each of them. All right. Agonazer uh, Scorcher. You. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it, Silas. Okay, <laughs> steps in front, and you know he's down on the ground. He lets out this thirty-foot wave of flame, and it's what color flame is it? It's just it's, uh, flame colored. Fl- okay, it's just normal flame. You know, it's <laughs> red. It's, it's crazy Orange. red flame, and like fourteen different twig blights in this line just burst into flame. Nice. It also causes some flame uh, of the buildings to catch fire. Mm-hmm. So a couple of the buildings start to catch fire. <laughs> What's two a little building? property damage Roll between a friends? There's a link. As long as it's not the library, I'm happy. Yeah. For your, <laughs> for your wild magic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, yes. Roll a d20, please. Wow. Oh. 
uh, nine. Okay, you are fine. You no wall and magic. Then if off. I have any movement left, I will continue. Yeah. I will make my way magic. towards the dock. Okay. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is Chris Daly, your new dungeon master for season two of the podcast. We hope you all are enjoying season two so far. This episode was crazy, and there's a lot of combat and weird stuff happening. And I promise this is just the beginning of the adventures of Marcasia, so keep listening. We want to get the word out about the show, and we definitely need your help. So we're having our first Knights of the Roll Table contest. Stick around until after the episode, after the final music has played, to hear the details and how to enter. You might win something really cool, and we're really excited. Thanks for rating, reviewing, and hitting that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts liking and subscribing on YouTube, following on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast-A-Go-Go, Google Podcast. One of those might not be real, but thank you for the rates and reviews. We really appreciate it. We know we're not the only D&D actual play podcast out there, and we really honestly thank you for listening so much and giving us a chance. We also love feedback. We thrive on it even. But if you haven't left a comment in iTunes, please do so, because otherwise Matt, who plays Silius, will become sad and he'll start playing with bees again. And it was a real mess last time. It's kind of a thing. So don't let Matt play with bees. Please leave a comment. Uh, be sure to check us out, out on Instagram at Knights of the Roll Table Podcast. You can see new artwork of Jarek Dark Harbor, Sarsa Demisalt, and the Big Bad Nesty introduced this week, Cole Satori. Or you can check out my personal account at Daily Tunes RPG, where you can see a lot of RPG artwork. Weston Gardner, who does all of our theme music editing and has amazing hair prowess can make you a custom RPG character anthem for you. Check out his audio skills at Make My Anthem. If you have a D&D question or need some DM advice for your campaign, you can leave us a question or give us feedback at knightsoftherolltable at gmail.com. There are several of us that are DMs in the group, and we will brain trust your issue into a solution, and we'd love to hear from you. And finally, follow us on Twitter at RollTable. That's all of our announcements. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the action. And don't forget to go out and make life an adventure. And we'll say wow. that Jabin is also following along. Oh, he's coming you, with and me. He's kind of like smacking people with books and, you know, that's your thing. Spanking like, them. Get back, get back. And he's like right behind you. We'll say just for the sake of expediency that all of you guys kind of managed to get around Mora and... Uh, kind of you're you're protecting her and you're making your way towards the docks and we are going to do a skill challenge. Your goal is to protect Mora uh, from where you are and a a couple of blocks in to get to her flying ship, uh, which is um, docked at the docks. I'm going to give you a couple of obstacles along the way. And the way the skill challenge works, because the first time we've done it's a fourth edition thing. So the way it works is I'm going to come to you and you can use one of your proficiency skills, something that you're proficient in. Uh, You can creatively tell me how you would like to handle this. Once a skill, once you have used a particular skill, you can't use it again, but somebody else could. Gotcha. And it has to be something that you are proficient in. So you let me know what you want to do. I'll have you roll for it. I'm going to be keeping track of successes or failures. This is going to be particularly difficult because of all the chaos that's going on. But essentially, your goal is to get Mora to there. And based on how many successes or failures you have, it will determine what happens uh, later. So uh, you guys are moving along as kind of like 
protecting Mora in the center, uh, the four of you, or the five of you, because Javen's also there as well, mm-hmm. um, running along. Um, you just hear people screaming, and all of a sudden you see uh, a couple of twig blights um, and a vine blight coming off to the side from out of the alleyway, and they're all in front of you. And Coach, what would you like to do? Wait, they're in front of him? No, they're all in, they're in front of all of you. All they're, of us. They're, all kind, of, they're kind of creating a wall in front of you. Um, there are other alleyways. You could go back, um, but that's we kind of... We do still have a circle of stingrays. I've got concentration circle on that. That's up, coach, it's up to Coach to kind of decide okay, what so kind of coach, skill. Um, coach is going to uh, use kind of the handle of his Warhammer, okay. uh, and he's uh, going to st- try his best to stop the... The oncoming, almost like using like a riot shield, mm-hmm. um, oh. so that so that you guys can go maybe down a different way because that way is not going anywhere. Yeah. So I'm trying to use my athletics okay. to like hold them back. All right. And it's still raging. Yeah. Athletics check. So I'll give you advantage on this. Oh, I rolled double twos. So two and a two. Oh, okay. So that's um, eight total. All right. You push. <laughs> Against these twig blights, and they are pushing back, and they're just using their little twig mouths and kind of. Uh, it, 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 it's kind of it, it's sort of a stalemate, uh, but you're able to actually kind of uh, push them off to the left enough where the rest of your group is able to get by them just barely. You're able to kind of like squeeze by one at a time, single file, and you just give one last kind of push, of and you kind of squeeze through with an extra flex of your biceps, uh, and you're able to get by. My left um, bicep. It takes a little bit Don't longer than you would, you would be hope, no. hoping for. You, you didn't quite get the traction with your cleats, but you're able to get, get by right. a little bit further. Uh, you guys keep walking, um, uh, running uh, towards the docks. You take a left, and there is a um, wall of fire that has been erected, and it's just fire, and you kind of have to get through this alleyway. Sarsa, uh, what would you like to do? So there's a fire? There's a wall of fire, and it's about six feet high. What would you like to do? Uh, can I use my perception to try and find a different way to go around? So go ahead. Um, yeah, you can use perception. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. That's a five plus seven, so that's a 12. Okay. You, with that, look around. Um, you would basically be going back to where the twig blights are, but you do, with your 12, see a, um, a couple of barrels that are to the left um, in front of a Cooper Smith. Uh, they have corks in the top of them. Oh, so they probably have some form of liquid that's hopefully not as alcoholic as Sarso's breath. So uh, she's going to... I'd like to... <laughs> I'd like to open one of those okay. real quick. You and open it, uh, some moisture dribbles off the cork. It's probably some sort of liquid. All right. Um, it doesn't me. smell like particularly anything. Let's see if we can use these to douse these flames so we can move on through. All right. So, so she's going to try to lift maybe with somebody else. Maybe she'd probably go to Jarek because she, like, relies on him more often than okay. anybody. So you lift up a barrel and that's uncorked and it goes, it goes bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she wouldn't put that part down. Like, that would be the top part. And then she'd just slam it into the flames. Okay. So you're just throwing the barrel. 
in hopes that it'll it'll it is not flammable. Okay. <laughs> well, the water inside of it is going to be more dousing than it would be all right. flammable. All right, this was a perception check. So so we you did that. You found the barrel. Uh, you throw the barrel in, and it kind of goes boom boom and kind of falls apart. You're kind of questioning the skill of the Cooper Smith at this point, <laughs> but it falls apart enough to have a little uh, bridge of. Water, uh, it is water, and it uh, douses some of the flames. A lot of steam goes up, and uh, you guys are able to leap over the Sarsi broken barrel. would recognize alcohol if it was alcohol. It was not alcohol. It was not a giant barrel of alcohol in the middle of the thing. Uh, so you're able to leap over the barrel and get over uh, past the flames. Okay, you guys keep keep want, uh, running. Uh, you, you hear this kind of crumble, 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 and to your right, there's a couple of people fighting. You actually see Callum, the dwarf, and he's fighting uh, Cole Satori, and he he's actually gotten back up, and they're, they're kind of fighting. He throws a couple of punches, some radiant beams. One of the radiant beams hits one of the awnings that's on top, and some rubble comes falling down towards you. Jarek, what would you like to do? Yeah. It's falling down Right on top of you guys. All right. Well, doesn't seem like a charisma situation. Uh, I guess Please, I'll use no. athletics <laughs> to throw up my shield. Okay, and, athletics. Uh, try to block it from the queen and the others. Okay, roll athletics. Fourteen. All right. Yeah, shield goes up. You block. Um, it bounces off. Um, this rubble, you know, doesn't hit anybody in the head, and um, you're able to m- keep moving. Uh, on you hear this kind of scuffle on the top and there's a lot of kind of energy waves uh you are a couple blocks away you keep moving you see a small boy and he's being wrapped by tendrils of a vine blight Celius, what would you like to do all right um i'll use my nature okay skill to recall anything i know about plants that would maybe help make the vines release. You know that uh, this particular strain of plant that the vine blight seems to be made of thrives in a temperate zone and in warmer environments, it does not like the cold. So it doesn't like cold? Nope. All right. So can I use that to then use my frostbite on it? Yeah, All right. absolutely. Frostbite. So you cast frostbite. The vine shrivels and kind of uh, turns this blackish blue. It, it releases the child, and he's like, ah! Run he just away! Runs and he runs. Catch yourself somewhere safe! He actually safe. runs towards the docks as well. You see a lot of people are also running towards the dock because everything else in the city has, uh, you kind of get the sense of it's becoming overrun. So everyone Or it's on is, fire. Is, or, it, or it's also <laughs> on fire. And you're not the only happen? one that caused some fire, but there are a lot of things that are aflame or falling down. Oh, my books. Everyone is running towards boats uh, or um, uh, different Mondays, ships and things right? in the docks. My library has, not has fireproof spells. All right, on it. so you guys <laughs> keep running. You keep running. You come to an alleyway, and there are a couple of royal guards, and they're fighting some of these cultists, and they're they're back and forth. The cultists have the guards by the throat with knives. Uh, Coach, what would you like to do? Oh, they, they're blocking the your knives. way. They're they're blocking your way, and you you kind of have to get get by them in order to make it to the docks. Um, I'm gonna try and oh, wait. Are we near water right now? You're still a couple blocks. Okay, so a couple guards are being gripped by vine blights. Uh, cultists. cultists. They're, they're, they're being held by the neck. And they're kind of like, a couple of them actually have a knife to their throat. And they're looking at you guys like, we're okay. going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to look at them. I'm going to stop. 
and I'm going to hold out both my uh, Warhammers, and I'm going to say, Yeah, you're not going to do it. I'm trying to use Intimidation. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> Roll an Intimidation. Come on, coach. Natural one. Oh, oh no. Two's in one. He says it, oh. and his voice just cracks right in the middle. He's You're like, not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> coach, I think, they, I think they might. Shouldn't have had that, that ale earlier. So technically it's a three. Okay. They kind of look at you and go, <laughs> and they do it. <laughs> oh, no. So then they rush at you, but then quickly amongst all of you, you kind of take out the cultists. Uh, you're able to get past Stingray's them, but unfortunately the king's guard, the, the royal guards, uh, the queen's guards are not as lucky. Uh, so you move on. You kind of disperse that. It takes a couple minutes. So you move on. Uh, you're almost at the docks. They are within sight. You see them. And then there is a wave of these vine blights that come out of nowhere. They've created this difficult terrain. It's all, it, there's about 20 feet of vine entanglements that, that have sprung up. The vine blights themselves are off to the side. They're just like kind of causing it. But but you'd have to either slowly make your way through this, the vines. Jarek or Sarsa, what would you guys like to do? With, our powers With a combined. skill. With our, ah, well, I mean, I think that'd be an athletics to try, or acrobatics, ah, athletics, to just get, to kind of navigate it. And like, I think Sarsa would say, just follow me. And okay. like, she'd start navigating it as athletically as possible. Okay, roll an athletics <laughs> oh check. God. Jarek, what would you like to do? I guess I'll help her with that using um, stealth. Okay. Except I actually forgot earlier, not only is my stealth only plus three, uh, I actually have disadvantage on it because of my chain mail. So uh -huh. um, I'll help as much as I can gingerly. Okay, so roll <laughs> athletics with advantage. So you're kind of like helping the queen. You're helping people get through it. That's a nat 20. Ooh, nice. Oh, Don't yeah. All right. That's going to be like a 24. All right, so you guys, you, you kind of... Like you're navigating your way through a laser grid, uh, you know, in, in, in a thief movie, in a heist movie, you're you're kind of navigating your way. You're you're showing everybody kind of where to put their feet. You're even looking back, and you're like giving a little head nod. <laughs> Her and, little tail is like, and, and you back don't and even forth, hit like, any of the any of the vines. In fact, every time your foot touches down, you leave this little spiritual aura behind. Like lit up. Yeah, it's kind of lit up, like ding ding. Ding, ding, ding. And so everybody knows exactly where yeah, to awesome. step. The playing game um, of Simon. Yeah. <laughs> red, green, blue, yellow, red, green. That's like you're, you're, you're Tom Hanks and Big, basically. And everybody's just like ding, 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 ding. So everybody really easily makes it what makes their way through. Your Majesty, uh, I hope you're paying, paying mighty, uh, mighty good amount for this. You see the, the ship, and it is now starting to float a little bit. It's only like a couple of feet off of the water. Kishara Fenro and Nuzir are on the ship. They are actually, along with some Queen's Guard, ushering other towns members up on this Arab, uh, this Aravan. That they're bringing it, they're bringing up, and so they probably like teleported, and they are helping other people to kind of get up there and they're also like occasionally you see Nuzir kind of shoot out a beam of some kind and hit a couple of twig blights so he's playing defense while Kishara is uh, bringing other people on um, I hate to admit it but that is a real nice ship that's pretty cool it's pretty cool and uh, but it's getting kind of full so there's other ships like sailing vessels that town's members are getting on as well. You guys get to pretty much where you need to be and you're about to get the queen onto the ship. And then just then, 
Colsatori uh, comes <laughs> down and lands right in front of your path. Skill challenge is now over. We're going to roll a new initiative. Okay. So everybody roll initiative again. Because it's kind of new people. Hey, that's One much better. Dice. Okay. Do better. <laughs> Uh, oh, Colsatori. <laughs> he was not ready for that. Terribly, uh, rolled terrible initiative, but he lands and he says, I'm afraid I can't let you take her. You're afraid? No, I know. I'm, I can't let you take her. I need I need to get my you revenge. You can't. Fuck up, Stop little guy. Stop interrupting me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just start from the beginning. And he, we'll, his we'll be purple fine. lights glow and she starts steaming out. Just then, you hear this... <laughs> And you see cobbles coming from the alleyway, and he's just like, "What a hunk!" No, you have to, you have to get her on the ship. I'll hold him off. And he like runs and runs, and then also the dwarf that was fighting him, Callum, uh, also has leaped out, and you see his left arm is uh, really limp, and it's just kind of like, ah, uh, you know. But he's like running and and jumping right towards him. They're trying to. Seems like both of those guys are trying to create some kind of distraction for you guys to keep going. But you're in initiative. You can do what you want. Uh, Silius, you're up first. All right. Silius will cast Chromatic Orb. Chromatic Orb. Okay. At the big guy. At Colsatori. Okay. Yes. So what... Does he so need to make a save? Or? That is actually, I believe, my... I believe I roll. Yeah, I roll. So that is, I got a 16 to hit. Okay. Uh, that misses. All right. Uh, and nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> so you shoot. He just kind of looks at you like. He just runs into your <laughs> shit. That, that, was a, that was a warning <laughs> shot. Right. Not a squall. And then Cobbles <laughs> comes up it. and he Another. leaps again with his warhammer, strikes down. Oh, and. And smacks into Colsatori, but it does not seem to do any damage. Uh, it just kind of reverberates. You hear this. Um, it's very impressive, but uh, it, he's wearing a very strong armor. How far ahead of us is he? Uh, he's about 10 feet in front of you, so very close. So he's getting hit by my stingrays, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Does that happen on your turn? or just It like happens right? when they enter that space. Okay, so we'll, we'll say just for the sake of like when this happens, because it's your turn right now. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and roll damage for, for that. Well, he needs to do a wisdom save first. Okay, wisdom save. That's a 17. He saves, so he'll take half damage. Okay. And that's, so it's a 13, so he'll take uh, six damage. And damage. what would you like to do? Oh, dear. All these, uh, all these stingrays kind of flying around attack him. He doesn't seem Is he? He's so he's But he looks like he's still pretty... Uh, He's a gleaming, uh, evil-looking, black-armored, glowing okay. uh, menace. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's going to use her vicious mockery cantrip. Okay. Um, and she's going to say, you know, if you're a real proper hero, you wouldn't have died, and they wouldn't have had to make a big honking statue of you. Dang. <laughs> Harsh. You're like, you're nothing but a big old bully. He has to... Make a wisdom saving throw. Another wisdom save, okay. Yep. Uh, you rolled 18. Wow. Uh, well, so then I guess he saves. Um, <laughs> He's not that wise. Sticks and stones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just then, about four vine blades come out from the side alleyways uh, on the side of the docks, and they run towards some of you. So, Jarek and Solius, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Five. 
17. Okay. Jarek definitely maneuvers and is able to uh, move his feet fast enough, but Celius is uh, entangled by plants and, ah, you know, gets uh, right. a, a couple of his um, appendages wrapped up in these vines. All right, Jarek, it's Don't your turn. We have access to the Aravan, or is it? Out it of is reach? within. It is within ten feet. Uh, if you you're able to get around Colsatori, he may have an attack of opportunity against you if you go past him, or if you want to go out a little bit further around him, because he's currently engaged with both the dwarf monk and also Cobbles. Is the <laughs> is right. the queen on her way up onto the is she like directed she's that way she's right next to you okay so I'm gonna tell her go get up there and get out of here draw some of them with you and I'm gonna cast compelled duel on Cole Satori it's a bonus action wow. it's another wisdom save oh jeez okay he rolled a six. Oh yeah so that's a failure. Save DC. So he has disadvantage on attacks other than against me. He has to attack me. If he tries to attack anybody else, he has disadvantage. Does he know that? Or yes. He he wants to attack. It's kind I of mean, like I think it's probably attack. kind of a mental thing that he feels compelled to attack me. Yeah. And if he mm. tries to resist that, it's not gonna go well. Okay, gotcha. So if he tries to get more than 30 feet away from me, he makes another wisdom save. If he fails, it restricts his movement for mm. that turn. Okay. Ooh. Cool. If I attack anyone else, spell ends. Then That's I guess it. I'm going to attack him. So <laughs> you know what? Actually, so what I'll do is. He really wants action. to fight you now. He wants to fight me. That was my bonus action, compelled duel. So his attention should be directed towards me. I told the queen to go. And for my action, I will activate my sacred weapon, which is my channel divinity ability. Ooh. And my sword lights up Ooh. and gets strong. But that's an action on its own, so. That's All my right. turn. Okay. Coach, you're up. Coach. Uh, using my final rage. Um, he's going to use reckless attack uh, against Cole Satori. Okay. So first attack. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like 24. That hits. Okay. Let me just see how many hit first. So I'll do another one. Uh, yeah, 25. Yep. Double Warhammers. So the first one is 9, 11 damage. And the second strike is, ooh, uh, 14 damage. So a total of 25. 25. Big number. Yeah. I just forgot what the first roll was. Takes a couple of big hits. Uh, (laughs) Finally a challenge. Over here, right. over here, eyes on me. Over here. <laughs> kind of looks at me, kind of turns his head slowly back now you can towards hit me. Jarek. If you swing at me, you have advantage. Um, yeah. So the needle blights yeah. uh, that have uh, come from the side as well, they are going to needle blight attack Sarsa and 19 to hit. That's going to hit me. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of needles come shooting at you into the neck. <laughs> and you take a little bit of damage. Cole Satori. Turns his eyes, hey, purple glowing eyes, ah. towards Jarek. <laughs> says, "Fine, I'll finish you off first. And he comes at you, and he myself. will attack. His purple flaming longsword uh, is going to make an attack. Two-handed, twenty-six to hit. Looks like hit. a Mace Windu longsword. I mean, yeah, that's gonna hit." <laughs> He makes two attacks. Uh, the second one 
is a 17. Uh, that will miss. Okay. Or, I mean, probably hit me, but my okay. armor will resist. So you take one hit. Uh, you take 15 points of slashing damage and three points of fire damage. Yeah, this is a bad idea. Okay. And he says, ready for more. And then yeah. it's the top of the round. And Solius, you are currently grappled. All right. Um, by vines. The vine blight that attacked me, can I see it? Uh, it's behind you. But you can turn your head and see it, yeah. All right. Uh, is there anyone else, anything else in, like, a direct line, either between me and it or after it? Nope. So it's just by itself? And, yep. And then Jabin's behind is like, what are you waiting for? All right, I mean... <laughs> Do something! I'll fire, I'll firebolt it. <laughs> okay, firebolt. Firebolt. Pew. Automatic miss. <laughs> Natural one. Uh, Lee, I thought, I, I thought you'd been doing some... Some target practice, at least on your journey. It's been a long 30 days. I just need I mean, you had rest. time to make friends with another dwarf man, but you didn't have time to, to practice shooting straight every once in a while. You didn't drink enough water. I'm not, I'm not asking you. Hydrated. Short shorts. Get on the ship. <laughs> All right. Cobbles comes behind Cole Satori and slams with his war hammer. And that misses. So he does not. Sounds it also, like boom. Uh, I can't. It's nothing's working. And he, he's just very frustrated. Uh, Sarsa. It's your form. Free me. <laughs> Help. All right. Uh, so he's, but he's kind of blocking it. So like, I can't try and like push or escort yeah. Mora onto the ship. Right. Yeah. Mora, by the way, uh, cause I, I didn't put her in this initiative, but um, since Jarek told her to move, he was able to distract enough where Mora was able to get to the ship She's just about to climb up. Then that's that's good. Uh, and I'm how far am I from Jarek? He's we engaging right with Cole Satori, um, so you guys are about ten feet away from each other. Okay, I'm gonna rush up to him, and I'm going to cast my cure wounds on him. It's a level one. Okay. Uh, and that's gonna heal him eight damage. Okay. So eight points just healing. A little, just a little something, something. Not damage, healing. Okay. Well, yeah, he heals up that. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and whenever uh, uh, Colsatori starts his turn, he's still taking my uh, stingrays. Seven more vine blights come out from the side, and there is more on the way. They try to grab uh, Coach and Sarsa. So that's a nine and a 19 to entangle you. Uh, uh, to hit. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, I to don't hit. know what that means. So, so nine yeah. to hit. Um, misses. And then nineteen. That'll hit. Okay, I mean, so, that'll entangle me. So that's an entangle, and then it also does a little bit of damage. Uh, so eleven points of um of uh, bludgeoning can, damage. Can I use my rebu my rebu now? You can yes. And uh, now I can yay! Okay. They are close enough to you. They're they're trying to grapple you, like kind of wrapping okay. around you. And what does that do? So basically. She's going to say, oh, you picked the wrong Tieflin. And she's going to point at them <laughs> and like lightning is going to burst out of her fingers mm -hmm. and they have to make a dex save. Okay. They will do that and it's a five. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay. Um, so they're going to take a 2d8 of uh, lightning damage. Right. These vine blights do not like lightning. It's going to be 11. With that, you actually take out uh, two of them. Just electrocuted. 
Nice. The one right behind you and another one that was kind of encroaching. But there are uh, several, like uh, about 10 more coming from the left, 10 more coming from behind. You guys are being quickly surrounded by vine blights and twig blights. Jarek, you're up. Hmm, you're engaged right. with Cole Satori. Yeah, I am. You guys have oh, picked congratulations. out drapes. <laughs> <laughs> we just met. We're so, so happy for you. Don't you know, registered at Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, well, I'm going to use this sacred weapon, and I'm going to swing my sword at him, and uh, specifically, I'm going to go towards his helmet, because if anything else, my sword is also, my sword is also glowing, so... Even if I miss, I'd try to blind him. And so is his. Distraction! Got these two glowing swords Achoo. that are. It's basically like a Pink Floyd concert. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sacred Weapon gives a big bonus, so that is 35. That hits. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> How big of a bonus? <laughs> Plus it's, 15. It's a lot. Jared, could you drop this? Hope I'd like to go get pined. All right, so that's going to be nine damage, and I'm also going to use a spell slot to Divine Smite, which is going to be, shoot, another two and five total. So, so altogether with a Divine Smite, that's 14 damage. Okay, um, how much oh, was the Divine that's Smite? Enough. 2d8. Okay, so halved. Uh, that would be three... You have a resistance to radiant. You notice damage. that the, uh, the the so the, the he definitely takes some damage, but it's not as much as you thought because it kind of just like shimmers off, and he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, warrior. Mm, this could be a problem. Coach, coach is so confused why he just hit him twice and ran away. <laughs> went went to fight it. Hey, I I just I just hit you twice. Um, uh, get on the ship, coach. Yeah, right. And you, um, see, you, you hear uh, Queen Mora say, It's not worth it. Get on the, the ship right now. We need to leave. Uh, fine. All right. Protect the queen, coach. Uh, uh, coach is going to use his, bonus, his, his, his action to hand Cobbles one of his cards. <laughs> so it's gonna hand okay. <laughs> Cobbles, no, this, this is really important. What? There's a little map on there. I'll what? see you soon. All right. What are you? He's <laughs> gonna run over and try and jump on the ship. You do so. I did you, it. You're able to successfully get on the <laughs> ship. Job, you kind of like take a leap. Yeah, you have you somehow pretty strong legs. So you're able to just leap up, and um, one of the other guys kind of grabs you and uh, one of the guards and pulls you up. So oh. Coach is on the Aravan. Um, Needle blight. That's Sarsa's got a drinking problem. That's true. Sarsa is not... Not um, uh, The needle blights, uh, these are other needle blights that are kind of encroaching. Um, They are going to shoot some needles at Jarek. That's a 17 to hit. No. Okay, that's a miss. Yeah. All right. 16 misses. Yeah. 16 misses. Bring it. Miss. Miss. All right. All of them miss. They're all just... (laughs) I get this. Ding, 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 ding. They all miss. Pulsatori, however, is going to Uh-oh. attack I don't have again. This. Just... Let's try this again, shall we? And he is going to attack you 25 to hit. You know what? I can hook you up with free and drinks. And a 23 a to little... hit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, both those of those hit. hit. Ooh, uh, you oh. take a lot. Maybe you shouldn't have told me to get on the ship. I did tell you to get on the ship. I know. I could be down there. 30 points of damage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's an even number. All right. <laughs> Coach is sitting pretty at 50 HP. Just like, all right, well. Would you like some more? 
human. So compel duel is a concentration. Hmm, you want to roll for concentration? Probably. Uh, so that'd be ten. So you're good. You're right. still concentrating so you on your barely hold good. concentration <laughs> on compel duel. <laughs> you did it. All right. So he still wants to kill top you. I would be fine. If top of the failed. round. <laughs> top of the round. Silius is you up. You could just drop the spell. Yes. So it's my. So turn. you're still. Entangled. Entangled yes. by some vines, and they are doing right. some damage to you. Silius is going to go ahead and use Tides of Chaos. Uh, yes. I'm going to spend a couple sorcerer right. points on this. Okay. Uh, how many are you? How does that work, sorcerer? So, uh, starting at first level, you can manipulate the forces of chance and chaos to gain advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Once you do so, you must finish a long rest before you can use this feature again. Okay. Anytime before you regain the use of this feature, the DM can have you roll on the wild magic surge table immediately after you cast sorcerer spell of first level or higher, you then regain okay. the use of this feature. Apparently, I don't have to use sorcerer points for that, so that's a thing. Yeah. Cool. So if you want, you can try to get out of the entanglement. That's that's a um, that, that's a check. Could do that, or I could yeah, let's just do that. Uh, or I, or I could or I could do my attack just on the them. on the vine thing or that would get me out to too. Attack right? Them. Yeah. All right, I'll do. Yet another. <laughs> uh, hopefully, this one will hit because I have advantage. Firebolt at this. Okay, roll with advantage. Firebolt. All right, that's uh, nine plus seven, sixteen. That hits. All right, sixteen. Yay! Roll so some damage. Firebolt will hit him for ten. Ten nice fire damage. damage. Yeah, he breaks. Um, or the vine blight, uh, whether it's a he or she, we don't know. We won't. They. We won't find out. But they, um, <laughs> you know, equal opportunity vine blights. Um, so they loosen their grip on you. It doesn't take that one out, but um, it's able. You're able to at least get out. And would you like to use your movement? Yeah, I'd like to get away from that. Okay, where are you going? <laughs> Come on, Jabin. I'll go towards the ship. Okay, you and Jabin make your way to the ship, and you're able to get on if you Yay. want. Yay! Yes, please. Okay, Silius so and Jabin get on the ship. Uh, it is Cobble's turn. He's going to again try to hit, and he this time just whiffs because right as he whiffs, Gulsatori is like heading in. He's doing those attacks on Jarek, so he whiffs pretty hard, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I gotta protect the queen," and he's trying so hard. After Cobble's is Sarsa. Uh, so at some point, like on their turn or whatever, my stingray should be hitting anybody that's within fifty yeah, feet of yeah, me. Yeah, okay. So, so roll some damage for. Stingrays um, for, I mean, you can attack the vine blights or the uh, or how long does that spell last? Ten minutes. Oh wow! Dang. So yeah. hot diggity day. How much damage uh, do they take? Fourteen if they have failed, so it'd be seven. Or if if, if they make the wisdom save, so it's a wisdom save each time. Yeah. So nine for the vine blights. That's a fail. Colsatory rolled a three. Big old fail. So, so they're all going to take fourteen. Fourteen damage. Okay. And some of the vine blights go down. But there are more pouring in from the streets. Well, anytime they enter in my 15-foot radius. So some of them just keep on getting zapped by these stingrays, and there are other ones that take their place. Uh, you get the sense of uh, impending, you know, being very crowded by, yeah. by by blights. But, yeah, they're taking damage. And so then with my, that's like a just an ongoing thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. But then I'd like to, she's going to rush up, and she's basically going to, like, try and, like, spank the big bad nasty and do her uh, inflict wounds on him okay. which is necrotic damage okay um so for that that's going to be oh it's only it's an 11 to hit that misses 
well, you know, so she goes to smack him on the butt and she misses. He goes, she bang. Says, ah. So, but she, I'm assuming like if she's trying to pass him that uh, she would like, or she's just get trying to get behind him so he'd get an attack of opportunity. He would. At disadvantage. He'll take it. So 19. Well, he got, he's got disadvantage. Was that? That is with the disadvantage. Oh, well, thank this gosh. This is He's going to hit. <laughs> That's going to be a okay, hit. Okay, you take um, uh, 18 points of damage. Two things. Number one, I should probably make a con save yes. for my stingrays. Yep, constitution save. So we can do that right now. That's going to be, ooh, that's a four. Oh, so. Sorry. All right, so the all of the stingrays. Gone. They disappear. And the twig blights kind of stop for a second. That was the one thing holding them back. And they However, look at you, and they look at Jarek, and they kind of... However, the twigs can smile. They can however, <laughs> my, my, my fair and benevolent DM, mm-hmm. he's within five feet and he just made a melee attack on me. Oh, snap. Which means not only uh, can I use my uh, Wrath of the Storm, I can use it four times a day, mm-hmm. um, right. to give him the reaction to hit with 2d8 uh, lightning damage. But I'm also going to go ahead and use... Um, my channel divinity, my mm. tempest channel divinity. Uh, so he rolled a ten. So he's not going to save. So he will take uh, sixteen damage. Okay, and that will be halved because lightning. Reasons. Man, he resists a lot. But he's starting. But Sars is going to look at him and be like, "Was that shocking for you?" He just kind of <laughs> and over the points, get on the ship. <laughs> Jarek, I'm not leaving without you. Better and get your get on the ship. Get on the ship. After Sarsa does her little thing and has gets takes some damage, um, a couple of vine blights shoot at her. Seventeen to hit. That's a hit. Twenty-two mm. points of piercing damage. Really? Dang. You got you got hit by. Three vine blights. Jeez. Uh, Sarsa looks like a hot <laughs> mess right now. Like she was like, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> she's got arrows sticking oh. out of her arms. Pierce, 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 pierce. Yeah. Brosnan. Sorry, Jarek. <laughs> I seem to have grossly underestimated the situation here. Now you're still kind of running. So uh, in your in your movement, um, you can get to the ship. I mean, uh, uh, back on your turn, did, were you continuing to run, or did you just stop right in front of Colsatori? Uh, she kind of, like, thing. was stopping behind him. Like, okay. she's definitely, like, between him and the ship now. All right. But she's not, she wasn't planning on going anywhere without Jarek. All right, sounds good. Uh, Jarek, it's your, your turn. Sarsa looks really rough. Yeah. But vine blights move, are encroaching. Right? There are more vine blights, and uh, I mean, she kind of was. She might even have an eyeball hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) So I will. I'll use my. (laughs) I'll use my action to disengage, and then head for the ship and kind of grab her along with me. Okay. I mean, probably if I'm not far away, probably like facing him, but backing away towards the ship. But compelled duo is still up, so he's still compelled to. Okay. Fight me. Okay. Is Salius on the ship? Yes. Salius is. Coach is on the ship as well. Coach and is Jayden on the ship. Well. Oh. You're up. Oh, nice. Um, is the ship taking off already? It's ra- It's raising up. Now it's about eight feet off of the ground. Okay, I'm going to uh, use my war hammers. I'm going to take the help action. And I'm going to try and uh, like throw, like hold down a war hammer to try and help whoever is trying to get on the ship. Okay, make a um, acrobatics check. 
I'm no longer raging because I didn't attack anything last round. Make a kindness. That's check. a natural one. Oh. So you lower your hammer to try to give aid. I to... mean, technically, it's still a seven. Yeah. Yeah. But... To try to give aid to Jarek, and Jarek grabs the hammer and <laughs> pulls it out of your hand and falls back down on the ground. Uh, Jarek lands prone uh, on his butt, and Jeez. Sarsa is just like, ah, <laughs> just like right there. Um, so you're kind of reaching down, like, and you just lost your hammer. And that's <laughs> gosh. Yeah, is there anything else you can do? Uh, no. Okay. Yep. Uh, right. I know. I I so guess at this here. point it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. <sighs> okay. Hmm. I mean. Where's a paladin when you need one? Okay, I'm okay. Coach on prone. Seeing, seeing, <laughs> seeing him jump down, Coach is going to jump off the ship and get in between, uh, Cardamadu and Jarek. Colsatori. Okay. <laughs> There's, there's still a good, like, ten feet from him and the ship. Yeah, but if so. he takes another turn, they're both going down. Yep. All right. So I'm going to try and stand so you're, you're, in between them. Okay, so you're flanking. All right. We'll say more needle blights are coming in. Uh, they start swarming, and a couple of them are going to attack cobbles now. Miss. That is a hit. Cobbles! Oh, that's a auto crit, and that's a hit, and that's Ooh, a geez. hit. Um, we need these dice, Weston. We need these dice. <laughs> I, I, I've rolled all of them. I have like 60, 20. We here. need to steal Chris's dice. <laughs> oh, Cobbles takes a couple of hits in uh, crucial places, and he does not look. Uh, in, in the neck, uh, under in the rib cage. He gets like in between uh, the, you know, the, he's in between a, the he's rocks. He's a rock, he's an earth genasi, and he's very thick, but like these needles are sharp and piercing, and they pierce him in places, and he winces a couple of times, uh, being hit, and, and there's more and more of these needle blights coming in. Colsatori kind of shakes his head. He's looking at Jarek, but he looks back at Cobbles, and he says, Not all of you are going to make it out of here alive. Uh-oh. And he... Not Cobbles. It's with disadvantage, yeah? Yeah. Yes. He takes his flaming sword kind of cracks his neck, kind of trying to break his hey, hold hey, on over here. you, and turns back to Cobbles and, Look, goes, no. oh. and slashes. Cobbles gets a cut right across his chest. No. Reaches out towards Sarsa. No. Save her for me. Cobbles, no. And falls down. No. Not Cobbles. Yes. Immediately, Not immediately, a bunch of blights and vines overtake him and he's swarmed by 10, 20, 30 oh! fine blades. Colsatori just reaches out. You're next. You'll pay for that, you son of a bum. <laughs> Raising up. Salisa's turn. I'm on the ship and no one else, and none of these guys are at this point. Okay. Uh, at that point, um, underneath you guys, you see kind of this portal, uh, this kind of circle of arcane energy open up. It's underneath you, and all three of you just go and like fall through. And then another one kind of uh, is above the ship, and it just forms in this purple kind of greenish energy. And you've all three land. Uh, just a couple of feet up, and you see Nazir kind of kind of twist his hand and wrist, and he says, Get us out of here! 
All of the Crystal Council will fall. Mark my words. The words of Kulsatori. Your name still sounds stupid. Don't shut up. Your original name was better. You lot cobbles. Cobbles is I, gone. I thought you guys... Uh, you also noticed that um, Callum, the, the dwarf, uh, made his way in, in the midst of all you guys falling down and everything. He also made his way up on the ship and leaped up. Um, he is... His arm uh, looks really bad. Um, it, it looks like it's kind of like taken a bunch of damage. Sars is going to slowly, it takes about 10 minutes, but she's going to cast Prayer of Healing. Okay. Um, to give some heals to herself and Jarek and Callum right. and, and uh, up to six people that need it. Yeah, and, and Kishara, um, who you've gathered is has some wizard abilities. Um, we'll also start healing as well. There's a couple of other um, light clerics that kind of have some healing potions and things like that. As as the Aravan floats away, you see the town of Emberbrook from above 20, 30, 40 feet in the air. You guys are, are flying away. Flames are engulfing buildings, the library, the ship that Sarsa had Ooh. bought. And didn't put a lot of love in, and it's now being overtaken and burning. There are buildings toppling over. All you see is this kind of moving mass of twigs and vines and earth, and Emberbrook is uh, being overtaken. Jeez. Mora looks back, and she looks at you guys, and she says, We will find out who this man is and why he has caused this evil to come upon your land. I am don't, so sorry, my friends. I don't need to know why. I just need to know how to kill him. We the, will assemble the Crystal Council at once. Kishara, make it happen. And she nods and kind of starts doing something in her head, kind of thinking about something, and she, she's kind of like touching her ear a little bit. And you guys are flying away from Emberbrook, and it's just about sunset, the lights in the sky have gone down. There's a, a faint amber glow, not just from the sun, but from the fire. Mm. Hey, Salias. What? Mm. I hate fog. Okay. I don't like fire. So contest time. So we want to do something really cool for all of you for helping us spread the word about the podcast. So by entering this contest, your name will be put into a random drawing and five winners will get some original D&D artwork done by myself. The art is an amazing, awesome sketch of the season one characters that will be signed by all the cast and we'll mail it to you so we, you can hang it up and smile and laugh and enjoy it forever. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but one lucky winner will get that drawing and also an original D&D character drawing of their choosing. It can be your character, your personal character, one of the characters from our show. You can just say, draw me a random cool wizard, and I'll do that. Whatever you want. So lots of chances to win, and you get some sweet artwork. So here's how it works, Ethan. I'm just going to call you Ethan. It's easier if I give the collective listeners a name. It makes it feel more personal. So get on the Twitter, Ethan. 
I know, I know Twitter, but it, it's got a great positive D&D community. So check it out. Go to Twitter, search for at Rolled Table. There will be a pinned tweet on our profile about the contest. Just retweet that post. Go ahead and follow at Rolled Table if you haven't done so already. And like any one of our other tweets. You can like the pinned one on top. You can like one of the how-to D&D posts, one of the sweet character artwork posts by me, uh, just any one of those tweets. In review, follow, like, and retweet the contest, Ethan. That's it. It takes like 20 seconds or 10 if you use two fingers. But Chris, you say, I'm not on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm a visual person. I like looking at cosplay photos and fun videos and there's weird boomerang things. Well, Ethan, I hear you. You can enter the contest on Instagram too. Check out at Knights of the Roll Table podcast, which I believe is one of the longest Instagram handles out there. Just go to our profile, follow us, like the post about the contest. Just click on that little heart right there and tag a friend in the comments. It lets your friend know that you listen to a cool D&D show. And here's the cool part. If you do it on Instagram and you do it on Twitter, you'll get entered into the contest twice. So you'll have twice as many chances to enter and get some cool artwork. So to review, Twitter, follow, like, and retweet. Or Instagram, follow, like, tag a friend in the comments. And win some art. And help get the word out of Knights of the Roll Table. Thanks, Ethan. You're the best.